right. You know what? It's doing it again. It's doing it again for some reason. It is going ahead and limiting my audio on the recording of this show, which is so weird. Anyways, good morning and welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Mornings with Mike live here from the basement studio. And we sure do appreciate you starting off your Wednesday morning, your pre-Thanksgiving festivities out with us here on Facebook.com slash Mike Keller Radio. We're also up on Facebook.com slash M. WM Radio, that's the Mornings with Mike page, so make sure you go ahead and you like that bad boy. And we're trying, this might be the last day for it, because I have a theory. No one's going to care about the theory, but I'm going to share it with you right now. I think whatever's going on with that piece of software is, for some reason, limiting the recording ability on the normal recording software. Weird. It's like lowering the top level to where I can barely get any kind of gain. They don't like each other. I, they're not working well together. They're fighting. So this could be the end of the uh, Podbean app, but it is good to be here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, I go from Robert McCool to Robert Lessig. Robbie Lessig is here, and he's dressed on a day when it's going to be like 55 degrees. He's dressed in his very best, um, I would guess, this is your. This is this is Robbie Lessig autumn wear. This is yes. the autumn collection. Yes, this is uh, the fall Robbie. <laughs> You've heard of The Fall Guy? Yeah. Which is a new movie uh, starring uh, Ryan Gosling, by the way. Oh. Have you seen the previews? No, I have not. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. Let me ask you this. Were you a Fall Guy guy when you were growing up? Because when I was growing up, especially in the summers, Mm -hmm. I would come home from playground or something, and then I would turn on... I couldn't even tell you what channel it was anymore, but I would turn on uh, the TV, and I would watch all these old TV shows. Um, yeah, just tell her to F it. I'm, I'm pulling the yeah, plug on okay. it. I'm pulling the plug on it, and it's over. I, I don't know why it doesn't work. Podbean, screw you. How about that? <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. Hire a techie, says Traffic Dan. I, I, I think I need to hire something else. Traffic Dan, can you hear me uh, on the Podbean app? And does it sound like it's coming through a microphone? Uh, Traffic Dan can hear me, Julie. Oh. Tell Julie it's a new link. Say oh. new link. Try this link. I sent it to her. I know, but she doesn't. She's, oh, yeah. teaching. She, she's yeah. working, to be oh, fair. Oh, she's working. She's working. She does. She has kids today. Uh, I think a lot of uh, schools are off, but she definitely has some kids today. So Traffic Dan says it's working. And that's why exactly what I text her. All right. We'll tell her. Uh, we'll give it a try. The, Traffic Dan, I appreciate you t- checking it out on the Podbean app. Uh, this might be the last time, though. <laughs> might be the last time. Just because, like I said, uh, it's really causing all kinds of havoc with uh, not last time for the show, not last time for the show. No, no, no. Last time on the Podbean app is what I'm saying. It might be. Uh, um, let me ask you this: What, yeah. was, what were we talking uh, about? Fall guys. Fall guys. Uh, I would come home. I watch all these old TV shows like Hogan's Heroes. Yes. And um, of course, Gilligan's Island, of course. <laughs> and the Fall Guy would always show up, and it was a show. I forget the guy's name who starred in it, but it was always a show where he was a uh, stunt man, right? And he would always end up solving crimes or saving someone 
on the side. So he was like a stuntman, and I don't know if he was officially a private eye sure. or what his deal was. I don't know that show. Yeah. It was a pretty good show. Interesting. A very good action-y show, and now they're making now they're making a movie starring Ryan Gosling about it. Okay. Uh, the series ran from 81 to 86. I think they... Uh, they already made the movie, by the way, because I did see the preview. The Fall Guy, here we go, play Lee Majors. Oh, so Lee $6 Majors. $6 million dollar okay, man. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, he was a Hollywood stuntman who moonlighted as a bounty hunter. Oh, I love a good bounty hunter. That was his uh, That was his um, side gig. I, nice. I knew he had some sort of side gig where he was, um, you know, uh, saving the day. But um, I didn't know what the, uh, what the actual gig he had was. So he's kind of like a dog, the bounty hunter. Sure. Back in the day. And I found the other info so uh universal pictures is making a different film that is loosely based on the television series okay i, th- I think this is going to be more comical oh good yeah and i actually, love ryan gosling by I, the way. and i like him in comedy sure he's funny even in like action movies and yeah. dramas when he, he brings a little of that comedy sometimes and it really works what movie did i watch where he was the bad guy he was like a funny bad guy he was like a like oh a i think db i think you're thinking of the gray man where he was the good guy, but he was funny a little bit, and Chris Evans. Oh, that's right. That's what I was th- yes, he was the yes. goofy over yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great movie, by the that way. That was a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd call it great. Well, it wasn't great. It was I mean, fun. It was fun, yeah. For, for a Netflix movie. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix I movie, it. did you watch the new um, Gal Gadot Netflix movie? No. Um, we'll get to that. It's an action movie, right? It is an action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Ryan Gosling is going to play um, the uh, fall guy, and then I guess the love interest is Emily Blunt. So oh. I like both of those. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Okay. Yes. John Krasinski's yes. wife. She was her. Mary Poppins. I enjoy her. Yeah. She was also in Sicario. Yeah. She she was the in uh, Edge of Tomorrow oh. with Tom Cruise. Underrated movie. Great. No. Hundred percent. Now that. Oh. That is where you can use the G word. That's such a good great movie. It's fun. That's a great fun movie. I I, I wish they were gonna do a whole series. And they were then, gonna do a sequel and didn't do well. No. I I think it did. Here's the thing. I think Edge of Tomorrow, um, confused people. I don't think anybody actually knew. What that movie was about? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I loved it. it. I thought it was great. That's one of those films that I regretted not seeing in theaters. Yeah, and like I, I enjoyed Tom Cruise's character, like the frustration he had, like because he went back in time like fifty million times, and to you try could to fix see it. him get. He tried to act normal each time he was going yeah. back, but then he would get more and more frustrated yeah. and shorter with people. It was great. Yeah, it was really well done. Really yeah. well done. I think the Netflix movie that I was. Uh, Heart of Stone is the name of the Netflix movie. She's the action, uh, yeah, action movie, Basically, right? um, I guess she works for a clandestine uh, spy organization mm. that is not run by any government. Oh. Yeah, so she's outside of the government oh, I purview. Like that. <laughs> I like an outside the purview. It's actually not a bad flick. Uh, I would go ahead and recommend that you uh, check that out. All right. Anyways, phone numbers 484-509-0445, 484-509-0445. I turned this, um, never got to turn this on yesterday because Bob and I were uh, talking some eagles and before I knew it, it was 9 a.m. So um, we didn't turn the phones on yesterday, but the phone lines are now ready and awaiting for you. If there's anything that you want to chime in on, feel free to give us a ring. If you just want to say hello, feel free to give us a ring. 484-509-0445. That's 484-509-0445. Um, real quick, I do have to say that I um, I made a bit of a change here. Because okay. uh, yesterday, 
I like to monitor the Facebook Live. Like, I don't want to stare at it the entire show, mm-hmm. but I like to monitor it, get comments, and just make sure that it's working, that I see us moving, and that it looks like everything is going the way it should go on the Facebook Live. And I was taking a look yesterday, and I noticed, and I didn't notice this with the first show because it was a solo show, so I was the only one on camera. Sure. I noticed, and you know how when you watch late night shows, the host is always higher than everyone else? Yeah. Like the guests and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that I was about a foot below Bob McCool. Oh. Now, Bob's a little taller than me to begin sure. with. Sure. But I must have had this chair way <laughs> down on the ground. <laughs> I love it. And I was just sitting here, and I, I remembered why I did it, because this thing has some give in it, where it like drops when you sit in it about yeah. two inches or so. And when it's all the way up, it's just high enough that it, the armrests get pinched under the table, yeah. and then I pinch my fingers. And that hurts. I've done that. Yeah. So my options are look ridiculous yeah. while we do this ridiculous show, or maybe hurt my fingers mm. when I'm uh, when I'm trying yeah. to get the seat back. I watched you and Bob for a hot second yesterday, and I didn't notice it. I was so short. I didn't know. Now I have to look, go back and look. Yeah, definitely go back and take a look at the video, because I am about, I'm at least eight inches under Bob. That's funny. It looks like I'm, well... <laughs> Looks like, I'm, looks like, and based on my career, this could be the fact. It looks like I'm in my own grave. Like it looks like the chair was like they started digging. It's true. They're yeah. about a foot down. Yeah, that's true. Got five more feet to dig. It's yeah. not easy. And I was You're just getting sit- closer. I was just sitting in the hole. That is my career. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I had to, I had to put the seat up. That was that was priority number one. To where right after the show ended yesterday, Bob and I sat here and spoke. Uh, for about an hour, just caught up and yeah. chatted like we always do. And I went upstairs, walked him out, and the first thing I did, because I didn't want to do it while he was here, I ran down here and put the chair up. <laughs> Can't let that McCool be taller than me. <laughs> Renee said, good morning, no one but you noticed him. Like, I realize that. It I, really is. Yeah, I, I mean. I realize that. But there was, it also was very um, apparent because I have that little, um, this little setup here with all my uh, stuff. to You want to decorate, kind of make it look less yeah. like a, just a boring plain table. So um, it, I was like barely, if you go back and look, I'm barely peering over. Like you can see like just my head over the Deadpool cereal box. That's funny. And I'm like peeking between my laptop like i'm, I'm almost under the table i'm gonna say something i look great yeah <laughs> well it's wrong it's i mean fallware. it is the fault i mean I, you know Whew. i sometimes feel and if you've ever driven through why i'm missing or lived in why i'm missing you'll probably know where i'm coming from uh but i sometimes feel like i'm the only one with a why i'm missing zip code who doesn't own a black puffy vest like that yeah, I I'm all on board with the vests. I know you are. Uh, I mean, because I get hot. I mean, that's I I usually don't wear winter coats because I get it's just very restricting. This you need to be able to move, baby. I like yeah, I'm moving and shaking, I need, baby. I need a full range of motion. You know, I'm a mover and a shaker. And uh, but no, this is nice. Like I don't get so hot. It's loosey goosey. I got stuff for my keys. You know, in <laughs> pockets. Called pockets. I love it. I got stuff for my keys. <laughs> Words. <laughs> That was like when I was doing the veggie race and Noel was doing play-by-play. He's now running by the place where the players sit. <laughs> Good thinking, dugout. I was like, dugout. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, the pockets. Oh, he almost tripped over that place where the pitcher throws from. 
I like pockets. <laughs> I, I never heard someone forget the. Uh, I've forgotten a lot of words. Yeah, no, pocket just couldn't, just wasn't there. <laughs> I've got a thing for Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> if this was the two twenty two podcast, yeah, officially, yeah, that would be the name of the uh, yeah. episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, got I got a thing, thing for, for my keys. keys. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, uh, tomorrow, hard to believe, is Thanksgiving. Yes. So I've got a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff. That I do want to go over, and um, as you would imagine, this time of year with Thanksgiving, the places where I go to find content, for lack of a better term, or at least inspiration for content, is filled with stuff that is just perfect for this kind of thing. But every now and again, you see something, and you come across uh, something on those websites that you're like, I don't know if this is really going to fit. Hmm anywhere okay and one of those things that i came across was a headline that said 45 sexy thanksgiving pickup lines to make your (laughs) feast a whole lot spicier you know in case you want to pick up your cousin at the dinner table we've all been there how many people go to thanksgiving and meet a random single person that they are attracted to and then need pickup lines to hook up with yeah, it's not a wedding no it's just immediate family nor you're not getting randos there's usually not singles coming to it's not a mingler who's coming to it's thanksgiving it's not like dinner. you put that on your tinder profile <laughs> you know what i mean like hey thanksgiving my house so all uh, is welcome we're gonna go through some of the i like that yes and of course i don't know if i'm the person to be reading pickup lines no so what i would like to do is pick out a few where then you give them a try. Oh, okay. And you robbie them up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I got kinda, you. Kind of make them on the edge of a restraining order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. like, like right after they hear it, they're going to dial 9-1 and see how it plays yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, they're, the trigger's on the mace. Yeah, like. The- <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Just in case. <laughs> hey, that's where I live, baby. Trigger finger on the mace. You never know. That's Robbie's sweet spot. Yeah, that's, that's right where I'm at. Because so- guess what? It works 50% of the time. That's good odds for me. Especially when you're married. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, But before we get to that, as two proud bald men, well, as one proud bald man, and I'm not not a proud any man. Just a bald man. I'm just a guy. Yeah. Um, And as a guy, uh, I hold in front of me the top 10 sexiest bald men of 2023 as um, determined by Reboot. Whoever oh, Reboot okay. is, uh, and they put this out in the past. Their methodology, Reboot discovered cra- cranial shine <laughs> factor, net worth, height, golden ratio, vocal attractiveness. How you doing? What does net worth have to do and with cert- oh, get- being bald? Sh- no, no, no. This is the most attractive bald men. So oh. obviously attractiveness, net is- worth goes into that. Yeah. Take how- a look at. How you doing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and how you doing? <laughs> That's why I'm not reading the pickup line. Uh, <laughs> Net worth is the starting problem. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of issues after that. Um, but uh, anyway, so they took uh, I, cranial shine factor. All right. I, I agree. Uh, Net worth, height, golden ratio. And that's second. Shine factor is one. Net worth is two. Uh, shine factor, golden ratio, uh, vocal attractiveness, and search interest to determine the sexiest of bald men. Interesting. All right. All right. Would you like to venture any guesses? As to some of the gentlemen who may have found themselves in the top ten. Uh, I'd go Jason Statham. I think he's a great-looking bald man. Jason Statham, one of the, I would say, Hollywood tough guys 
who I actually would not mess with. Oh, yeah, I think he could kill you. Yeah, and he, I think he's a tough guy. Yeah, and, he, and he's ripped. And yeah. he, I mean, he's, yeah. Like, there's not much acting in Jason Statham. No, that's him. Like, I'm, this might sound weird, but I would think from a personality and just visually intimidating standpoint, Jason Statham, more intimidating, I'm only going to this comparison because they did a movie together, than The Rock. Oh, I agree. There's just something about Jason Statham that I don't want to walk down an alley with him. No, I think because he's smaller, he which is, is scarier. His face yeah. looks, and he's got the accent, yeah. which is, you know, in all our American movies, forever, the villains were British. Yep. So, like, you know, it's just that accent is just I, ingrained. That's what I think. I in mean, the way he, he talks gravelly. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. So you go, Jason Statham. Yeah. Ding, 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 Jason Statham, number three Ooh. on the list. So I congratulations. Mean, you already mentioned how The Rock. The Rock, there you go. Number seven okay. on the list. How do you feel about that? I, uh, it depends on who is above him. One through six, really. I can tell you that you're going to have an issue. I have an issue with three of the five, uh, six that are above him, Who? and Jason Statham is not one of them. Oh yeah, I I I, I think three is good. I mean, I again, mine he'd probably be one or two, but I mean, depends on who one or two is. Uh, that's all I can really. God, that's all I can really think of. Bald men. All right, here we go. You ready? Let's, yeah, let's go. Number ten, Terry Crews. Oh yeah, former football player. Yep. Brooklyn Nine Nine can make his pecs dance. Yeah, how about Howie Mandel? Is he on the list? Uh, Howie Mandel, not on the list. I think he's a good looking dude. Yeah, I think probably the um, germaphobeness. Oh yeah, probably knocks yeah, you it's down. Yeah, true. He's probably probably hard to get in the top ten that, yeah. when the first time you touch someone, it's going to be wearing a rubber glove. Yeah, and you have Purell on hand. Yes, like you got it in a holster. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you, when you used to go in the arcade back <laughs> in the day, and the guy would have the quarter <laughs> thing. He he's got it with sanitizer. Yeah. yeah, it's clipped to the belt. Okay, I mean, yeah, Terry Crews is a good-looking dude. Terry Crews comes in at number 10, and uh, very funny, great personality. So you put all that into it, and he is number 10 on the list. Number 9. Now, this is one I have an issue with because, quite frankly, if we're just determining sexiness, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is on a television show with two sexier bald men than he is. Oh. And I'm talking about... Papa John's owner and TNT's NBA pre and post and halftime host Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. Shaquille O'Neal comes in number nine on the sexiest bald men. I would go Kenny the Jet Smith. Yeah, and Charles Barkley. Yeah, over Shaquille O'Neal. I think Chuck is better than Shaq. I hundred percent think is, is from greater everything than Sh- personality, everything. I put Chuck over. You know Shaq. Wh- You know why Shaq is on there? Because he does stuff for kids. A it's lot. true, and net worth is yeah. he's ridiculously oh, he's like low. Yeah, because of his Papa John, he's got his hands in a lot of different businesses. He owns Starbucks. He owns. I mean, he is a entrepreneur. I mean, and, and we don't have time today, but I want to tell. There's a great story about Shaq. We got, I got to tell him the podcast. It's about, and he's a good dude. I mean, he's a good dude. How long I, is the story? It's so anyway. I'll just it's, tell it. it's like nineties. Go ahead. Yeah. We got time. So he originally, I believe, signed with. Reebok, Reebok, when he, his shoes came out. That okay? makes, I, I think you I think, are correct. I think it was Reebok. Anyway. I'll look it up. Well, one of the big ones. Yeah. And a grandma came up to him and, and scolded him because her grandson, she could not afford the Reebok shoes for her grandson. It is Reebok, by the way. Okay. So, $40 million shoe deal. So you know what he did? He gave all the money back and he launched his own brand for Walmart. I do remember And make that. it affordable shoes. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a Reebok. He doesn't have a Nike and right. Under Armour or Adidas or any of these. And he made affordable shoes that all kids can afford at Walmart. To me, that is the That's coolest cool. thing. And not only he paid back Reebok. 
Like, okay, well, if you're going to cancel I mean, the deal, yeah, you're cancel that's the deal something he could have done. He could have went and played out this deal, yeah. made money, yep. and then invested that yeah. money into his own. He shoe did line. it right away and, cool. and launched his own shoe deal at Walmart, which is very cool. And and by the way, too, for a kid, uh, our 11 year old who outgrows shoes every 30 seconds. Oh, I know. We buy him. Those are his play shoes. Yeah, they're like 20 bucks. They're great shoes. I've never. Yeah, when I was a kid, it, it and and you feel that pain when you start having. Kids, yeah, and my parents, they were because I have flat feet, so like I, it was tough, yeah, to go to Walmart. Whether I don't think there was a Walmart when I was a kid, or go to Boscov, sure, or as my dad would say, and my Bosco's. mom, Boscos, uh, as Brooks County says. Um, but it'd be tough to go there and find like I, I couldn't just put cheap shoes on, sure. otherwise my feet would be killing me after yeah. two or three uh, wears. So like I, we had to go Nikes. Yeah, and it, it just it sucked back then. I yeah. can't imagine the pain my parents felt because as a kid, you see all. All your friends yep. have these shoes and it does and I know it's not true and if you would go back and actually look at it with a logical brain it would be the other way completely but it felt like you were the only one who was getting crap shoes like it just yeah, did yeah it's not true no yeah and I will give my daughter credit she never cared yeah uh, like it never I don't know if that was a guy thing where we wanted fancy sneakers it, it, I think it is a guy thing it, I think it's a boy thing yeah, where and now, they, she, now she'll care much more about all her shoes she cares much more about her shoes at 14 see and, and I think women it's more quantity than well also different yeah yeah we're the, worried about sneakers yeah she's now into like boots yeah and all the and they don't really stuff. care what the, the brand is for like yeah. like my my well, wife Chanel is, oh yeah what's the one that has the red bottoms Oh, is that Chanel? I don't know. That's Look, like you a fancy. fancy boy. I've watched talk shows. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so I thought that was really cool. I, I am I, a fancy I, boy. He, he's a very... I, I'm, yeah, so, you're right. According to uh, Sports Rush, O'Neill shared on the Full Send podcast that he left Reebok in 98 after he realized the expense of his branded sneakers for fans. He said a mother approached him upset because she said his younger fans did not have the money to purchase the shoes he endorsed by the basketball giant. If I'm not mistaken, he grew up in a lot of poverty yes. down in Louisiana. Uh, what's more, at the time, Shaq, who was just 26, opened his wallet and gave the mother $2,000. That's awesome. He also made the decision to take his talents to Walmart to start making making his own shoes that were affordable. That days, he said on the podcast, I cut ties with Reebok. I said, keep the money. This ain't right. I'll still wear the shoes I do during the season. So he still wore the shoes, but I'll be looking to do my own thing. So I started the Shaq brand. I went to my favorite store, Walmart, <laughs> and we did a deal. And every, and he, every he time... He sold more than 400 million pairs of shoes, and that was back in 21. If you think about it, it's brilliant, though, because now you're opening up a bigger demographic. People who want to buy your shoe that can afford it, and people who can't afford the Reebok. So you're almost like doubling your, yep. you know, your brand. Also... He goes to Walmart all the time. I see videos, and every time he goes to Walmart, he buys kids stuff. Yeah, like he'll buy. Do you oh, need I've a bike? Seen a bunch of stuff like that. I mean, it is such. It, anyway, he actually did the Michael Scott Scott's mm -hmm. Tots things. Uh, he got uh, everybody uh, laptops <laughs> for one uh, for one mother's children to put his own parents on salary once he made it to the NBA. Did he, so yeah, he once paid for fifteen of his friends to go to school to earn their master's That's degrees. He said, uh, uh, Dave Hoffman said, uh, they say that any Sunday you can show up to his house. For Sunday dinner, if that's you need awesome. A hot meal. I mean, it just it is. It, I was never a Shaq guy, but he does seem like a good. He's dude. a good dude. But yeah. anyway, I I I'll with all that coolness, I'll allow it. I'll but, allow it. But Chuck's better looking. Also, this is out of a score of ten, and this is something that we need to uh, talk about because we the last time we had this, it, we were upset about this because ten's the top, right? Yeah. Terry Crews is six point three two, and he's in tenth. Yeah, that's weird. What are we? Yeah. Negative if he's six point three two. I I I'm deeper in the hole than I was yesterday. Yeah, next to Bob. Yeah, uh, Shaquille O'Neal six point five. 
All right. Up next, this guy is just hot. You can't. This Shamar Moore. He's on CBS shows. I think he was on SWAT. Oh, is he a uh, murder? The murder show too. The, uh, the, 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 the. I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. I know he's I know. on SWAT. I, yeah. Uh, Shamar Moore, six point seven five. That guy is gorgeous. And yeah. He's a six point seven five. Yeah. That's not right. The Rock is seven, as we said. Six point nine. Uh, the second basketball player on the list. Mm. Again, a former basketball player. Would you like to take a guess? Bald former basketball Jordan? player. Huh? Jordan. That's correct. Michael Jordan. 7.05 is Michael Jordan. So he is at number six. Wow. Number five, 7.12, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is number five on the list. I mean, I get the Above wealth. Above of the rock. I get the wealth factor. Yeah, by the way, Jordan's loaded too, and there's yeah. a certain point where Okay. Yeah. What he look? I'm sure if you date Jeff Bezos, you get free Amazon Prime. But yeah. oh, that's great. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if that's worth it. Uh, like Jordan's just as rich as, in the grand scheme of things. Has all the money you'll ever need. Obviously, not just as rich. Well, yeah. Number wise, as Jeff Bezos. I don't. Number five. I don't get that. Jeff that Bezos. to me is amazing. That and he's a jerk too. I think they're all jerks. I don't know how you can have that much money. Yeah. Have as much money as those guys have, like the Musks. I like his ex-wife Bezos. better than him. <laughs> yeah, you like everyone's ex-wife better well, than that's him. that's true. Um, Samuel L. Jackson comes in fourth. Oh, yeah. At a score of 7.3. Still I, getting it done. I agree. Uh, then no. you have Jason Statham. What do you think Jason Statham has a score of? So in fourth, seven. Samuel L. Jackson, 7.31. Does it jump up here, like eight? 8.51 uh, yeah, for big Jason jump. Statham. He comes like, in third. I like that. Number two. A man, I believe, that uh, gets, I would say, uh, mistaken for Jason Statham, and I would guess that Jason Statham also gets mistaken for this gentleman. I think for a lot of people, they're interchangeable. I can't think of it. I don't know. Vin Diesel. Oh. I am brute. Uh, He comes in at 8.81. All right? Ride or die. Now, we jump all the way up after 8.81 in second. Okay. To 9.88. This guy's hot. <laughs> he is steaming. Oh. All right. Now, for those of you who may have just joined us, sexiest bald men of 2023, methodology, cranial shine factor, <laughs> net worth, height, golden ratio, vocal attractiveness, and uh, search interest to determine the sexiest bald men. Do you have a- anyone have any guesses? And if you already know, you can't guess. Any guesses as to who the sexiest bald man on the planet is 484-509-0445 by the way i guess shamar was also on criminal minds that's I, a show i'm thinking i of. thought i thought he was on swat too maybe I'm he is wrong. on swat too i think criminal minds before swat also james from rural city guessing voldemort for number one <laughs> agreed <laughs> he can just make money th- appear Plus, he had his own henchman. I like that he has no nose, too. That's kind of nice. <laughs> well, nose especially during the allergy season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need any uh, mucinex. You don't have to worry about nasal drip. Yeah. Huh. I, I, why am I drawing a blank This is here? outside of sports. Yes, Renee. I don't know. I can't think about it. I, I can't think of it. Uh, not Bruce Willis. No. Uh, someone guessed Bruce Willis. That was uh, James again, not Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Um, number one. Am I even mad at this? Yeah. Because oh. 9.88, by the way. 9.88. I keep going back to The Rock at a 6. That, to me, is just... 6.9. 6.9. And The Rock is rich, too. He's like 500 million worth. Prince William. Is he bald? <laughs> He's got the horseshoe. He's the unattractive bald. He's got the horseshoe. Oh, so he... Ew! <laughs> 
<laughs> I I wish I could give you a hard time, but that's the exact same reaction I had. Prince William, according to this, not just the sexiest bald man. Like, okay, he's a prince. He's going to be king someday. You got to take all that into a c- consideration. And yeah. if he was like because of that 8.82 yeah. and he was won by like .01, okay. But he's 9.88. He's .12 from perfect, according to this chart. Ew. <laughs> it's bad, right? Yeah. Like, I give uh, Bezos is better than him. Yeah. You could shave a monkey bald and it'd be better than him. <laughs> yeah. So, one more time. Number one at 9.88, Prince William. Number two, Vin Diesel, 8.81. Jason Statham, 8.51. Samuel L. Jackson, fourth, 7.31. Jeff Bezos in fifth, 7.12. I guess if you have your own spaceship. That puts you up there. Uh, I, I, I would put Jean-Luc Picard, though. He's got the oh, freaking Enterprise. Yeah. Good-looking old man right yeah. there. Let it be. Uh, let, what is it? Make it so. Let it be. I know. I couldn't think of it. Make it so. Let it be, number one. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be great if instead of Let It Be, the Beatles wrote a song called Make It So, Make It So, Make It So, Make It So. I like that better. We could fly to... A planet, <laughs> make it so, make it so. Um, Here's so, my take, though: Beatles overrated. I, I'm with you. Thank that, you. I, I've said that on the air numerous yeah. times, and I've gotten yeah. hate mail for oh, it. Oh, I'm going to get. Yeah. I, I get it all the time. Yeah. Um, my wife. Oh my god. I just don't get it. I mean, they're fine. I just don't get it. Michael Jordan, seven point zero five. We did a thing on the old show down in Pottstown at the place, um, where um, we did the mo- your most unpopular opinions. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's another thing I want to bring back wherever this show ends up. If it's just here, if it's somewhere else, I want to yeah. bring your most unpopular like opinion that. in a certain subject mm-hmm. and we did music and my most unpopular opinion in music is that the Beatles are overrated. I think Rolling Stones is up there too. Yeah, I, I mean I'm. it's just not my thing, man. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan, 7.05 uh, Dwayne Johnson, 6.90 Shamar Moore is 8th, 6.75, good looking fella Shaquille O'Neal, 6.5 in ninth, and then 10th, Terry Crews 6.32 So there is that the go. Is he is the prince is that the the ousted prince or the, the that's the still prince that's still the guy prince. who's going to be king okay. so that's why you got to take that into that's account. the Meghan Markle no Meghan Markle's the one that's no uh, longer what? the prince okay he's I get, uh, that's Harry ha- okay am I right because that one's William we said yeah right? that's right yeah and then, right. yeah what's his wife's name I get a picture she, Kate Middleton she wore that dress that yeah everyone, the thing yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. there you go all right that, I that by the way of all the subjects that are out in the public. Um, zeitgeist, for lack of a better term, um, and my knowledge of it being low, it be the royal family. I, oh yeah, it's, I don't get it. I don't care even a no. little bit about the royal family. Like, it, although if you're the royal family, they're definitely using interfamily pickup lines. Like we oh, talked about. Oh yeah, 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 they're they're very we're gonna uh, keep close. the bloodline pure. They're very close. Yeah, it's like breeding puppies. All right, so um, let's go through a couple things here, thanksgiving since you uh, got to do it this time of year. Um, I'm a huge – I love turkey. Mm. Uh, I love it. I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. super excited. Favorite, favorite holiday of the year. Um, and uh, along with the turkey, the, the whole meal is spectacular, especially the side dishes. I, oh. I, I love diving into many helpings of all the side dishes. And I have in my hands, according to – uh, the Googles and a uh, Instacart poll that was done by Harris Polling. So this is these are the people that do like the political polls. Yeah. this is some serious stuff. Serious. They have the top three most hated Thanksgiving side dishes in America. Hated. Hated. Hmm. Now, what is your 
number one side dish that that is normally known as a traditional Thanksgiving side dish that if for some reason it wasn't on the table at a dinner you were related uh, invited to, you would not be upset. You'd be okay with it not being there. So the, if, you could, if you could vote one side dish off the island that is the dinner table, yeah. survivor style, which would it be? I don't want to ruin the bit. But I think no, mine. Ruin. I think mine. Green bean casserole. I'm with you. We are so simpatico in the Beatles and green bean yeah, casserole. I mean, it's okay. No, it's not. I mean, I, there's not. There's nothing normal about green bean casserole. The texture, the um, uh, color, and then on top of it, the way you have to fancy it up is but, maybe the trashiest garnish in the history of food in the fried onion. But that's the only things. good part of it. I know, but <laughs> just buy a container and graze. Yeah, I it, it, it like I could yeah, it's not my wife loves it. She makes it. She thinks it's a staple. But I I I, oh, I could I could do with that. We it. never even had it on the um on the menu when I was a kid. The first time I saw green bean I thought green bean casserole was more of like a sitcom bit oh, like than fa- like yeah, real fa- life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was one of those things that, oh, okay, sure, everybody has green bean. Because we never, any, like, obviously, when I would go to my Italian grandmother's, um, you know, green bean casserole wasn't there. And if it yeah. was, you'd never find it amongst all the other Can we just stuff. do regular green? I love green beans. Oh, green beans are awesome. I mean, fresh green beans with a little salt, maybe a little, you know, even throw the crispy onions on regular green beans. A dash of garlic salt, oh, perhaps. Oh, perhaps. Perhaps. Even fresh garlic. <laughs> yes, perhaps. Pepper. Steam them. Yeah. That's lovely. A little lemon wedge. They have a nice crunch to them sure. instead of being a mushy mess. Sure. Like they are in some kind of mushroom and, cream soup And nonsense. I like mushrooms, but cream and mushroom soup, not appetizing. No. Anything with mushroom. Mushrooms grow in poop. I don't I'll, know if you're aware of that. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, and if the wind's right, you can smell them anywhere in Berks County. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thanks to Blaine. Especially in Fleetwood. That's something I grew... Because I, my yeah. my dad's parents and yeah. you know his family... Live and lived in Blandon. Yeah. So we would go to Blandon multiple times yeah. a week. And it was rare when Blandon didn't reek of the mushroom factories. Back when I grew up in Fleetwood. Back in my day. Back in my day. The sun Sunkissed Prune Factory was in Fleetwood. Oh, in the back there. Yes. Near the tracks. Yes. Near the railroad tracks. Yeah. So you would get a little Fleetwood prune, geography for everybody. Prune. What's a prune smell? Awful. <laughs> I mean like fruity ass. Okay. So, like, someone went in the bathroom, did their thing, and then sprayed, like, a fruit air freshener. Yes. Like, when you walk in, you're like, that smells like lemon and... <laughs> yeah, it's fruit-covered yeah. poo. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that... <laughs> Hi, I'm Robbie Lessig for Fruit-Covered Poo. The new dessert coming to you this holiday season. <laughs> fruit-covered poo casserole, yes. perhaps. <laughs> um, but Find you know- your favorite can of Campbell's Cream of Mushroom. <laughs> But you know you had the mushroom smell coming from one side, and oh my you know, gosh. And from they, the south, and from the north you had the, the civil the war of scent. Yeah, and I'm there, and I'm in the middle going, "Why do we live here?" You know. So anyway, yeah, green bean casserole. I did, again didn't even think it was a real thing, and the first thing I saw time I saw it at um, my in-laws' house, it was like the most popular dish. Really on the table. Oh, my wife loves it. I mean, it's I I went I don't hate it, but I, I mean I'll eat it because. No, I won't eat it. it. No, I won't eat it. <laughs> no, you can if you want it and you make it, you can eat it. Yeah, I'm not eating. Yeah, it. no, I, I'm, I, I'll eat green beans. Sure, you know what I mean. I'll eat veggies. This isn't a no. This isn't a no veggie stance. This is a green bean casserole. Is like you said with the prunes ass stance. Yeah, yeah. Um, along with green bean casserole, you have candied yams. 
actually candy yams number one on the list. Uh, I don't candy. like canned yams. No. Like, that, that's what they, I think you're talking. Like, yeah, I like. Give me a, sw- a sweet potato. Well, I'm again. I'd rather have a regular potato. Yeah. I'm, I'm a russet guy. Yeah. Uh, than a sweet potato guy. But 27 percent went with candied yams. 25 percent. Uh, 24%, no, 25% with green bean casserole. And then in third, 24%, Robbie. And this is an outrage. The fact that this can be mentioned right next to the like of green bean casserole is an affront to everything Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce. Oh. Number three on the list as Idiots. a most hated side dish. First of all, Idiots. it not only is delicious... And a staple for everyone, at least it should be, their Thanksgiving meal. But it looks fantastic. What other what other dish makes its own sound when it comes out? Yeah. What other dish makes that sound? It comes out with the ridges. Yes. Oh, uh, you got to put it in a little bowl. You got to slice it and you serve it. It is a thing of beauty it, on the table. Stacy goes to me. She goes, Do, should we get like fresh cranberry no! sauce? I go, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Where do you find these women? I, I know. You know, it's just, I'm just tired. (laughs) All right, so those are your top three most hated. um, And then on the sandwich the next day, a slice of cranberry sauce from the can, get it! You see, I don't. I don't put it on the sandwich. Oh, I do, baby. No, I'm. Oh, I have it on the side. No, I. I see. I like it on its own. I. I, I smeared on the bread. I. I get it. I do mayo on one slice. Yeah, see, I'm a mustard. I know that's okay. You do mayo, may, uh, uh, mustard, mustard, and then the cranberry on the other side, and then you see you put the turkey and a little piece yeah. of nice piece of romaine, uh, a little crunch, a little crunch in there. Oh, baby, no and cheese. Then, no, I don't like the cheese and the turkey. Why, then, why do you not like cheese and turkey? I don't have a thing. But you know what I do then? I you, put jalapeno peppers on mine. I too. like that too, but I have a little side of gravy. So I do a dipper. See, it's like an au jus. Oh. <laughs> you do a French dip. I love this effing holiday. <laughs> I love it. As do I. I don't do gravy, though. I would put gravy. If I was making my list of my three most hated side dishes, green bean casserole would be number one with a bullet. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I would put uh, gravy. At number two, Ooh. if you're calling gravy a side dish, uh, kind of a condiment. Condiment, uh, yeah. But I'm going to call it a side because it's on the table and not the main course. Sure. And then third, I would go with rolls because I don't understand why you're filling your belly with rolls when yeah. all this other delicious goodness is sitting in front of you. And the, the crime of this delicious goodness is you'll get some of it again in a month for Christmas, but for most of it, it's the only time we eat it. The entire year. Let me ask you this. Okay. Your dad is, I think, uh, typical Burks Countyan. Mm-hmm. Meat and potatoes. Meat baby. and potatoes. How you guys have hot bacon dressing? Uh, no. Really? No. Oh, I'm not a fa- see. I, that's not my thing. I, uh, I, not my thing. Any, but on Thanksgiving, I need it. You need it. Just, and then, just from a tradition standpoint. I need it. And guess what? Too, I like it when it's cold. I like it when it's hot. Like in the next day, when the, the lettuce gets mushy. Oh, <laughs> so good. So it's basically. A cold bacon dressing smoothie oh. the next day. Yeah, well, and some of the rest had a little bit of a crunch, but not really. Oh, there's a congealing there. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So that would be my three. What, what would be your three? Obviously, green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Um, uh, you know, I like Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels, but sprouts. not on this day. I think that's I, I, like, and I don't. I agree with the roll. I feel like we always have rolls, and then we just no one eats them. Well, you know who eats them? The kids. Yeah, 
I, I agree with the rolls. To me, I don't like to fill up on the bread. No. No, I like the roll the next day when he's making the sandwich. See, I just want a piece of bread, or I want a hoagie roll the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah, I want something else. But, um, yeah, we yeah, – uh, uh, I'm so looking forward to turkey. Deep fried turkey. Also, for those of you who are Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade fans, mm-hmm. be aware that tomorrow, I guess for the first time ever, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will start at 8.30 a.m. instead oh. of 9 a.m. So be aware of that. Um, as far as your desserts, uh, my number one seed is the pecan pie. Uh, I just picked up the uh, supplies for my wife to oh, make good. a pecan pie. So she'll be uh, she making makes me the a pe- best. They're awesome. I cannot wait for it. Um, yes, potato filling, by the way, is out of this world. Dried corn is gross. It I looks love gross corn. It's gross. Can't do it. I just I want regular corn. Yay. Dried corn, nay. I it, it, I can't get past the smell and the look of dried oh, corn. Do you, I, you, you should have mine. Mine's good. No, it is. I get it plumped up. I, I soak it in heavy cream. I, see, I don't know. I don't. If you, see, this is what you're doing. You're taking a food and you're adding all this stuff to it to make it edible. You don't like cream corn? No. Uh, see, I like cream corn. No. That's what it reminds me of. I love cream to corn. To me, cream corn and dried corn all looks too much like it would look coming out. <laughs> If you came down with the flu, I enjoy cream corn. It just looks pro- it looks already human processed. You it know does. what I'm saying? I agree. It's just I can't get past that. Uh, but I'm super excited for my uh, pecan pie. It's the only time I get it, and it's kind of a fall thing. Anyways. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You can't really eat a pecan. I guess I would love to try in the um, summer. And cold's my favorite. You mentioned cold salad. Mm-hmm. I love the pie from the fridge the next yes. day. Or if we're at my parents' house, we'll just set it in the garage because it'll yes. be cool yeah. enough in the garage. Awesome. But Ben and Jerry's. And this should be in stores now while supplies last. So I'm hoping they're still available. I have not seen this, but I don't look in the Ben and Jerry section. They have created, and they are now selling, <clears throat> a pecan pie ice cream. Oh. Buttery ice cream stuffed with pecans and pie crust pieces, plus a thick whirl of caramel. Oh. That sounds you know, out of this that, world. That, who else has this? The uh, that Van Weezen. Van- <laughs> Um, Your stupid mac and cheese ice yes, cream. Yes, they make this too. Also, I found this, and I have to pick it up. I forgot to get it. Uh, pickled dill ice cream. Pickled like dill, dill ice cream. Dill or dill pickle ice cream. I reverse the words. Mm. Can't wait for that. But yes, they have it too, I, and I, I, it has pie crust in it. I think that's genius. Yeah. Because pie crust well, will hold up. If you don't put pie crust or something else in it, it's just butter pecan ice cream. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite ice creams. Yes, it's very good. Yeah. I'm looking for I'll have to, I'll have to look for that when I'm getting my- uh, Pickle ice cream. <laughs> well, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Go, I'm going to have to make my way into the Ben and Jerry section as well. All right. Let's go through uh, some of these uh, pickup lines. Let's do it. For anybody who you know might want to um, you know, use them. Get lucky. Tomorrow. Now, again, I don't see how this could really come into play for 99.9% of uh, Americans who are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow. The only time I would think this could work would have been like if you were doing a Friendsgiving. And someone invited a friend you didn't know. Yeah, or maybe go out and try to pick up the waitress. I, <laughs> I mean, who tries to pick up? Never mind. Um, here we go. You ready? So yes. they, they have these separated into some different categories. Oh, okay. All right. The first category is when you want to hop on their gravy train. Oh. Okay. And I'm just going to go number one. Yeah. I checked the meat thermometer and you're officially one hot bird. <laughs> so if you were going to... Now, I just want to know on the Robbie Lessig scale, yeah. we'll do it on our scale of zero to five. Yeah. What would you, how, how would you rate that pickup line? Ah, eh, that's a two. That's a two? Yeah. You don't want to. You're not getting lucky with that one. Uh, how about this? 
Now, this would have to be, I, I guess, a lady using this. Uh-huh. Uh, well, like, it wouldn't have to be. Uh, is that a turkey leg in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? That's a one. That's too, that's too corny. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, this dinner isn't the only thing that'll make you want to take off your pants. Oh, four and a half. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. All right. I like that one a lot. <laughs> You're going to like this one. This might be your favorite. Okay. You ready? I want to see your horn of plenty. <laughs> That's a five. And this is how you say it. All right. Yeah, here we go. How you say it. Right, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Great dinner. Great dinner. But you know what? I'd love to see your horn of plenty. So you gotta ease into it. Yeah, oh yeah. You just can't you can't. Back. No, no, no. You gotta go a little fall a little little like a little lead a little lead. All right. Now how how would you deliver this one? Because this, okay. this is the first one I really wanted you to deliver. Yeah. Alrighty? <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Here's the problem. Here's my problem with 99% of pickup lines. I never gonna, I'm never going to get through it. Like, I'm going to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never going to get through it. All right, here we go. Gobble, gobble. I... <laughs> gobble, gobble. I, that... A strong start. Yeah, that, that's okay. All right, here we go. I'm gonna get through it. I got after gobble gobble. There's five more words. Oh jeez. So I'm gonna try to power yeah. through it. But I feel like there's a way it has to be delivered, and I want to hear how you deliver it. Okay. Gobble gobble. I love watching you wobble. <laughs> now I don't know what that means. <laughs> Does it mean you want to see the person drunk? What does that mean? I think it means I just love watching shaking you wobble. Your behind. Shaking your uh, butterball. Yeah, your badonk donk. <laughs> your badonk donk. But donk it donk. Uh, all right. I'm going to make your Plymouth rock. <laughs> That's corny, but I like that. Yeah. Uh, glad I brought out the oven mitts because you're too hot to handle. Oh, I like that one, too. That's a good one. And then here we go. The big finish in this category. Oh, <laughs> there's two. One more. I want to candy my yams. I don't know. what. I don't get it. Why wouldn't you candy their yams? Yeah. Or can you candy I want my- to want to. Oh, want to candy my yams. Oh. Uh, Oh. It's a question. Oh. Could you give me the gobble gobble line, please? Gobble gobble. I'm done. That's good. <laughs> Love to see that wobble. <laughs> All right, and and the and the big finish for this category. You put the ass in casserole. <laughs> You're gonna say that tomorrow. Oh, I'm saying that to Stacy because she's <laughs> making real. I, yeah, that's, that's. You gotta wait till she's putting it into the casserole. Dish. Oh yeah. When she bends over to slide it in the oven. Oh, I'm gonna come up behind her. No, I just yell it. You put the ass in casserole. You <laughs> gotta be waiting for that moment. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna use that for Julie. I'm gonna record it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll share it with each other. All right. Would you like to? Uh, would do you want to? Could you give us a preview of the of uh, how it's gonna sound? Is mm. she listening? By the way, she should be. All right. So this is, she'll she'll know it's it's coming. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> You're so creepy. You put the ass in casserole. It's so much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. You got to add the mmm. When yeah, it doesn't help. Here, she bends over to put it in the oven. Mmm. You put that ass in casserole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a couple more. This is now in the. If you want to send a risky text from the dinner table. All right. Here we go. I'd rather get lost in your sauce. <laughs> sauce. Well, I think that's how you got to say You got to say the sauce. Sauce. I'm ready to shuck your corn. Uh, okay, I like right. that. Um, I'm not reading that. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather. 
<laughs> ben, if you're listening, turn it off. Um, I've got some. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't read this one. Uh, number twelve. Number twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Right? It's not. No. Here, leave the pie. I have better plans for the whipped cream. Oh. Yeah. That's direct to the point. That's right. You better you better know this person. That's not a pickup line. No. That's a yeah. line that you're trying to Yeah. Even though I'm wifey, you can hit like a side dish. Oh. <laughs> that's clever. How much would you like Stacy to say that? I would. <laughs> My pants would be off. What are you going for tonight? Thighs or breasts? Stupid but funny. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, one more here. The, the big finale for this one. Can't wait to pull your wishbone later. <laughs> That's good. And if you want to show thanks in a more wholesome way, <laughs> you're the pumpkin pie of my eye. Aww. You and I go together the, better than turkey and stuffing. Aww. Are you a football game? Because I could watch you all night long. Um, you're the gravy to my turkey. Uh, you really spice up my pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, and then you're what I'm most thankful for. I got a good sir. one that's on the list. Go ahead. Um, it might be. I didn't read all of them. Oh. There were 45 of them. That turkey's not the only thing getting stuffed later. <laughs> it was on there. Was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a good one. It was 100%. That's a great one. On there. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, 484-509-0445, I do enjoy um, all the serious reporting that comes out during this time of year. Campbell's has put out, and this is something they started last year, their second annual State of Sides report, uh, where they look at what people like. Uh, 67%, according to this survey, uh, say they like the side dishes better than the entree. Now... It's close. Yeah. Here's what I will say. Normally, the entree is always the star of the show. Yeah. I will say that this is the biggest meal where I look forward to the side dishes just as much as the turkey. I agree. We're, we're doing mac and cheese for the first time. My my sister's uh, vegetarian, mm-hmm. oh, uh, so we yeah. always have mac yeah, and cheese. My, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Stacey's making the homemade, you know, like the home style type yep. mac or baked mac and cheese. I'm looking forward to that because I love that. I'm like, oh, that's that's a great idea. Yep. Uh, the most popular side dishes this year, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do the uh, stuffing potatoes so we, yep. mm-hmm. uh, with the butter and the, and the onions and bread, the peppers. And yeah. We don't do bread. You don't do the potato filling with bread? No. Just oh, okay. potato filling with everything else but the bread. Okay. Uh, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife never had that. Yeah, mine either. Before moving here. Uh, stuffing and dressing comes in sure. at number two. Mac and cheese, number mm. three. Wow, that surprised me. Yams, sweet potatoes comes in four. And then number five, this is why this dish is so polarizing because they're either hate it or you love it. Yeah. Green, green bean, bean casserole, casserole, number five I think on the list. Like, it's almost a requirement. Like, you hate it. We won't have it. It will not be on the table, yeah. I don't think, tomorrow. Interesting. Unless, unless my sister is making it. We do a sweet potato it. casserole. Which is like it's really good. You put like pecans on top and like brown sugar because it gets like a crust. Yeah, that's I mean, it's, it's basically like candy. I mean, it's butter. I mean, it's it, if you don't like sweet potato, you'd like this. I'll give that a try. It's very good. So, does it remind you of those pecans we had the other day? Yes. Oh, that, I got four bags. I, they're not cheap. No, no, they're not. Cheap. That was like sixteen bucks. Uh, yeah, well, it was four eighty eight a bag. Yeah, yeah. I saw so I got Walmart two, yesterday. I got two bags of each. Oh, they are good, right? We, I'm, we're making a little charcuterie board tomorrow, Ooh, so we're going to add that to the charcuterie board. I like it. Um, how are you making your turkey tomorrow? Deep fry, baby. You're deep frying it? Uh, this is my second year. Uh, so I, jealous. I, it's, I, 
I can't eat turkey. I mean, I can eat turkey, but it's hard to eat turkey any other way now because it's so. It good. is really, really good. Now, I will tell you that one of the hacks you can use is a same hack that you use for deep frying. If you would, if you inject the turkey, yep, even in the oven, like you inject it before you deep fry it, mm-hmm. it really does add to the juiciness. It, it does like that, and that's I, I got my injectors, my sauce, my injector sauce yeah. already. Uh, I, I can't wait. I, I, I love this holiday. It's fun. It's a lot of work. We host. We uh, don't host. My, my my wife makes the potatoes, so I'll, tomorrow we'll be peeling potatoes, yep. cutting potatoes, and then we'll boil them and she'll mash them, and she'll make the pie, and then my mom does. She still, and she wants to do it. Good We've offered, her, yeah. and we'll go over early. We'll help, and then especially afterwards, we try to clean yeah. everything up. We made a, I made the filling last night because I, you know, trying to, you know, yeah. we clean up today and stuff, and, then, and we're doing a ham too because any excuse to eat p- pig. Uh, I'm, I'm doing it, so I'm going to smoke a ham. My daughter was so funny yesterday, uh, or last weekend, excuse me. Um, every day is the week. Yeah. Um, my uh, <laughs> my wife made bacon, yeah. right? And you know when you make bacon, the whole house smells like yeah, bacon. Yeah, it's great. Like, there's no better smell to wake up to. Mm-hmm. Forget about Folgers, that oh, dumb commercial. Yeah. It's just, that's how they should be selling bacon. Yeah, there's bacon in my mouth. Lena woke up, and I, she's normally not all that cheery in the morning as a teenager. Yeah. Well, you just, yeah. yeah. And she comes from a place where two people who don't like waking up in the morning. Sure. And her mom and dad. So we totally get it. But she comes down. She goes, the first thing I smelled today when I woke up was bacon. Oh, that's good. And we're like, yeah, it's awesome. You make it? bacon every day. Uh, bacon is fantastic. Oh, can't wait. I love pig. Yeah. I do. I, I love pig. But I'm going to smoke the ham. You're going to smoke it? And Coca-Cola. Uh, ooh. Yeah, instead of water. I've, you know, I've heard of that. Coca-Cola in the bottom. Yep. You glaze it and you smoke it low. You know, a little cherry wood. See what how it goes. Yeah, I'm super pumped up. You got NFL football all yeah. day tomorrow. Love it. You got football on Friday for the first time. Three yeah, o'clock. Friday Dolphins football. and um, uh, Jets. I believe that's in New York. And if you're not an Amazon Prime subscriber, that is free. Yeah, you don't need to be an Amazon Prime subscriber to watch that game on Amazon Prime. It's pretty brilliant because they have Black Friday ads. You're going to see them. You're going to buy. It's. I mean. Listen, Amazon, they marketing, they do great. I yeah. mean, they're pretty Well, they're dying to bring more eyeballs to their uh, NFL streaming, games yeah. anyways. And one other quick NFL note, uh, obviously Bob and I broke down the Monday Night Football game, big win for the Eagles, 9-1. and one. Not only was it a big win for the Eagles, it was a big win for ESPN. It's their largest audience ever for Monday Night Football on ESPN. They had over 29 million viewers, and it's the largest Monday Night Football audience since 1996 when Green Bay took on Dallas. It's a Tay-Tay factor. Well, not just that. You got two teams, Super Bowl rematch. Well, Super Bowl, yeah, Super Bowl rematch. I, I don't know. I mean, Which was a good Super Bowl, too. Yes, that's why I think that has more to do with yeah. anything else. She wasn't there on Monday night. Um, but you go back, that Green Bay-Dallas game had to be Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin Brett against Brett Favre yeah. and all those guys on Green Bay. So that were, you talk about a, a, a huge marquee matchup, that's a huge marquee matchup for the day. Yeah. I mean, it's it's 29 million views in this day and age. Day and age. With be- all the other options. Yeah, because, I mean, Nothing back, else comes close. back then you didn't have no. streaming. It was it was network TV. Well, that, and there was and only there three channels. Yeah, there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't, you know, a million, yeah. you know, channels. So ratings anymore are kind of, you know, out the window. It's their... Weird. All right. So there you go. I, hey, uh, my favorite holidays tomorrow. I know it's right up mine, there for yep, you. Mine too. We love it. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, everybody. And um, we'll be back 
doing this, I will for sure. I'm, I'm going to invite yeah. Robbie. He's an open door policy. Um, I do know that uh, actually I spoke with Maddie Whipple. Ooh. Uh, Maddie Whipple is going to be here next Tuesday. Nice. So that should be a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, and uh, I'll announce the schedule for next week's Mornings with Mike coming up uh, this weekend. And also, uh, watch out. You never know, Robbie, and I might drop a new 222 on your face at some point. Survivor Series well. coming up. <laughs> right. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, this will be up in podcast form in just a little bit. And don't forget, check out the Nittany Extra podcast. Search yes. for it. Look for the one that's owned by Rich Scarcella. You see Mike Keller, stay away. That's a good warning for everybody. <laughs> um, choose the Rich Scarcella one. They'll be talking about the Penn State-Michigan game. That should be up on all your podcast apps by the time lunchtime rolls around. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye-bye.